Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello everyone. Crispians. Crispians. You must be a Crispian now if you're on episode whatever this is. Probably four, four I think. Four or five. Yeah, they might be out of order, but... Yeah, who knows? Who cares? Come on. Who's counting? Come on, man. This is crisp, yeah? It's not, it's not admin. <laughs> God. What's the best crisp for admin? <laughs> oh, you need... Uh, you, you can't have a distracting crisp. No. Who are the hoops that we're covering today? Because you could lose... Oh, my God. <laughs> Your, your rings, you present to be Mr. T. Yeah, they're too, yeah, they're too, too much of a distraction. They're yeah. too much of a fun crisp. They're right? too playful. You yeah. need something play. I think you need something. I think it's got to be ready salted. Yeah, in a bowl, maybe. In a bowl, yeah. ready salted. Maybe a kettle chip. Maybe maybe just walkers. Yeah, walk, yeah walkers, cheese and onion. Yeah. I've got I've got some spreadsheets to do. <laughs> Get me walkers out. Yeah, yeah. Good for walking and admin. <laughs> admin on the move. Walkers. <laughs> <laughs> Anything where you're on the go. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've got to be doing something else to have walkers, I think. Mm. I don't think I'd go, I'm really going to concentrate on these walkers. <laughs> I'd have to concentrate on them. Some Chris, I would. Well, that's what I mean. This is why I always have walkers for me no-look Christopher Nolan crisp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No-look, it's just perfect for that walkers. Mm. They are, obviously, they're, they're the you know the biggest sellers and stuff. They're yeah. the, the mainstay. But they're the mainstay for a reason. Yeah, 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 they're fantastic. You can't, you can't knock the quality yeah. of a Walker's. The, the, the Coronation Street, uh, do you know what I mean? The, the fish, Coca-Cola. The fish and chips on a Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Drowning off your granddad. Yeah, The, yeah. the, the Walker's. <laughs> Got a new advert. <laughs> granddad. <laughs> you have been ground. Remember being drowned by your granddad? No. Walker's. Pure nostalgia. <laughs> It's like the Werther's original. Yeah. Scamp. But yeah, today, we're not Hoop. talking about Walkers, we're talking about Hula Hoops. Hula Hoops. Um, one of... I think it's one of the few brands where Ready Salted's right up there in terms of the best flavour for them. You know what? I'm going to agree with you there. Yeah. But I don't think there's a bad flavour of Hula Hoops. No, I don't either. I love a cheese and onion. I love a cheese and onion. I love Ready Salted. I love a salt and vinegar. I love a beef. Oh, a beef Hula Hoop. Yeah. Beef crisps are often, I think, beef-flavoured crisps. I remember once I was on the, the uh, coach United away. Yeah. I was going West Ham or something. And someone was doing a crisp run. <laughs> was it you? Was it me? <laughs> and he, um, he, my mate nudged me and said, don't be getting anything gay like twirls. <laughs> Right, so twirls are gay. They are gay, aren't they? They're a bit gay. They're not... I like twirls. I love prom I like a lot. I like a lot. Uh, oh, you mean twirls... I was thinking twirls the chocolate. No, no. Twirls the crisp. Mm. Oh, they're like the spiral things. Yeah, because my mate... Because this was like 2021. Mm. It was... Yeah, it was when James... Oh, it was West Ham away when James Collins scored twice, I think. 
cup, maybe. Anyway, um, so my mate was like, don't be getting any gay crisps and that. Because I'm like, I don't give a fuck, mate. I'm flamboyant. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> if there's one thing about Jamie Hodgson, yeah. he's flamboyant. But there was just this, like, it's just this, like, well, I'm getting flame killed, my colleagues. <laughs> don't get anything gay, and you're, you're there in a cocktail just going, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> But do you know this? I think Flame Girl McCoys are well overrated. I I'm a big fan of Flame Girl McCoys. I, I'll be honest. I don't mind the taste, but I just think it's proper. What are you hiding, you? I think it's little man syndrome. Yeah, well, maybe that's why I like them. Fi- <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it's proper. Fucking Ferrari at forty, kind of Chris. Right, yeah, yeah. They're they're a blokey Chris. Oh, they're, they? they're they're trying to be bloke. Yeah, yeah. A hard man, Chris. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna get a Yorkie as well, are you? God, you're so hard. <laughs> well, I'm having a twirl with twirls. <laughs> Different me, and I'm just being me. I do like a bag of the chocolate twirls. I know this isn't a chocolate podcast, but hey, listen, we uh, we go down the aisle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We do, to be honest, we do stray quite a bit from crisps, yeah. <laughs> it's not ridiculous that we talk about chocolate. We stray. When in other episodes, we talked about... <laughs> Me granddad drowning. <laughs> People aren't going to go, but this is about crisps. <laughs> I wonder if, I bet there's going to be, at some point, somebody watches this or listens to this because they think it's just about crisps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to you, I hope you find what you're looking for. Yeah, so, I mean, it covers it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Come for the crisps. Stay, stay for, for the, the abusive granddad. Yeah, stay for the abusive granddad. Um, no, I, t- I, f- I find beef crisps overbearing, too masculine. Like, oh god, you Larry. Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't. I'm not. I'm not into. I'm not that into them. I don't like the taste. I think it's the culture around beef crisps. <laughs> it's the reputation that you'd get. That's what I mean. It's the it's a Stone Island jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. all. Get the flame grilled in. <laughs> Get the badge in. That's what it's like to me. You were taking pictures like that. Chris. <laughs> it's a Stone Island of Chris. <laughs> it is the Stone Island of Chris. You, you're, you're 100% correct. <laughs> um, but a beef hula hoop. A beef hula hoop's great, and it's like, you know, it's nice. I feel like we've, like we were saying, ready salted is a good flavour of hula hoops. Am I being mental? When I was a kid, I think they were the only flavour of hula hoops. Oh, maybe. I remember being blown away that there was cheese and onion. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I may, oh, I wonder if there's... Can you Google it? When were cheese and onion hula hoops invented? Yeah, yeah. The, the, just the history of hula hoops. Because <laughs> um, I, I have that same thought with you. Do you know what would be weird? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Imagine they came up with salt and shake for different flavours. What, like pepper and shake? Like, like prawn cocktail flavouring. Oh, right, 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 right. Not just like a bag of prawns in there. No, no. <laughs> like like one of those recipe kits you get at home. Yeah. <laughs> Make your own prawn cocktail, Chris. <laughs> Take two hours. <laughs> Do it Cheese and onion. Steak, steak Chris, and he said you had cow. <laughs> right. When did cheese and onion come out? Well, 1973 was Hula Hoops. Yeah. It's got a very 80s feel. There's a Wikipedia page. Are we going to read a Wikipedia page? Yeah, let's do it. They must have started out with Ready Salted. I'm pretty sure. It doesn't say it, but I'm pretty sure they started out with Ready Salted and then maybe the 90s. Yeah, late 90s they started doing flavours. Come on. Of course, mate. It was Spice Girls, Liam (laughs) and Noel, New Labour, Cheese and Onion Hula Hoops. It's so 97. I remember, I remember the cheese and onion hula hoops being overshadowed by the death of Princess Diana. <laughs> <laughs> the marketing people were livid. Oh, we just got out of Oasis and Blur. And that was <laughs> cheese and onion hula hoops and Golden Wonder. They did, they did that thing as well. Did they remember when there was like a competition for if you found a square hula hoop, you won like oh, that's 50 good. grand or whatever. No, that's good though. Yeah, they had someone from... Um, they had Harry Enfield advertising. He's like, who loops around? They're staying around. They'll be around forever. Do you remember that guy? No, I love Harry Enfield, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harry Enfield and Chums, yeah. Uh, no, um, I like crisp competitions. 
Yes. Find a note, mate. Yes. In the walkers, you had the little blue packet. The blue packet with a note. Yeah. An actual note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you yeah, just have a tenner in there, yeah. It's one, of the, it's one of the greatest days of your life, finding a note, man. Yeah. In there. Yeah, I think any time you... I think finding any money. The f- Do you remember the first time you found money on the floor? Not off memory, no. But I remember being in WH Smith and finding a fiver and feeling like this is the greatest thing that has ever happened. I was only like eight. <sighs> I was like, this is the greatest thing that has ever happened to anyone. It's in the chocolate factory. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> for a fiver. fiver. Yeah. <laughs> but then I could buy... Multiple a lot, a lot more stuff than you could do now. I uh, remember my first gambling win. I got a lucky 15 up. Right. on like 80 odd quid. And my grand taxed me 60. So I had 20 quid left. And I still just thought this is... I was about eight at the yeah. time. When Pokemon was massive. And got... You're like a bumper starter pack of Pokemon cards. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. This is the... Mo- this is... I'm new money. <laughs> I've not changed. Everyone else has changed. I'm probably like, I'm I'm part of the um, aristocracy, but I don't belong here. <laughs> Short Pokemon Club. You're the great Gatsby. Yeah, but it was like a Pokemon Club. And they had like... You em- went to Pokemon Club. Yeah, in Woolworths. <laughs> not Woolworths, maybe in Woolworths. Yeah. I remember going to, um, uh, for the Premier League stickers, I used to collect them. And at McDonald's, there'd be like a swap shop where you could you could go and you could swap with people and stuff. And they put them all on the table. And you'd be like, ah, just fucking. I drum a shootout cards. No, I, mine was before. That was the Merlin stickers. Oh, I love shootout cards. Shootout cards were mint in high school. Right. And I remember the one of the first time I've ever completed anything. Yeah. I've never completed a game in my life. Yeah. A video game because I'm not good at them. I can't do it. Do you know what I mean? Never completed anything. Never had the commitment to... Uh, uh, the only other thing, of, other than shootout cards, all 2 or 3 season, yeah. um, was the Rugrats magazine collection. <laughs> we collected all the magazines? Of Rugrats. Wow. How many There's were there? Rugrats World Tour magazine. Google Rugrats World Tour magazine. This will bring back. It's like facts about France, but delivered by Chucker. You can buy them on eBay. Rugrats around the world, yeah, that's them. There you go, all 20, 20 quid. Yeah, so you used to get your like weekly, like the first ones are a quid and eight eight quid a week. So I got them. That's the only other thing I completed. Can I tell you one of the most heartbreaking things that's ever happened in my life was I used to collect the million stickers and the 97, 98 season, great season. um, Oh, it's that... Guy celebrating over Miles' goal, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was that season. Yeah, kill, yeah. So on the front of the book was Cantona. And, oh, no, maybe it was 96, 96, 96, it was 96 97 then. Um, it was Cantona and Shearer on the front. Anyway, so when you got to, you needed 50 left, you could write to Merlin and with the exact ones you need and they would send you the 50. So I finally got to, I needed 50 to go. I was like, right, mum, can I write this? And she said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she helped me do it and stuff. Wrote all the numbers. And they sent me all, they sent on through. But I had Jason McAteer and I didn't have Rob Jones. And they sent me Jason McAteer and didn't send me Rob Jones. So I was missing it by one. And you can't go buy packs then because you just have to one sticker. So it just it just went unfinished by one. I had the same problem. James Beater. James Beater. In his, two, in his Blackburn or Southampton days. Southampton 0203. Height of James Beater. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Would have thought it'd be a popular sticker. That's what, well, card. Oh, card, yeah. And I I bought it off someone. I bought it off Kyle McCallum because he had three beaters. Oh, really? Could you not have swapped him? Did you not have he, he was, it was a It was a seller's market. Yeah. <laughs> so Gave him all your Rugrats magazines. <laughs> gave him a bottle of Coke. <laughs> So I'll give you a bottle of coke for you, James Beater. I would have given anything for that Rob Jones. And it, it, it pained me even more because he was a Liverpool player. Yeah. It was like I was, and then what I did was, so I tried to collect him the next year, but by then the magic was gone. Like I, I was still too disheartened. But I got Rob Jones really early on oh, in the new one. I was like, oh, the irony. And I was like, maybe I should just put this Rob Jones in that magazine. 
and I put it oh. in and immediately regretted it. It was like, it's oh, not... it doesn't match. It's not right. And I was... You're cheating yourself. I was cheating myself. I was so sad. I was so sad. I remember I had Iron Zeyu, yeah. you know, the Portsmouth captain. Yeah, yeah. And Wigan. Yeah, I had him... Um, just a loose card when I was cleaning my room once. It's like getting rid of all old old shit. And right at the bottom of this, like just fucking box of shit. Right at the bottom as I went shoot out card Iron Dezeu. And I welled up just thinking of <laughs> them days, man, just stood on the quad in the rain. Yeah. Saying, I'll bring your beaters, bring your beaters. <laughs> saying you've got five Chris Marsdens and <laughs> Chris Marsden. Oh, my God. Yeah. Has anyone got a Graham Lasso? <laughs> yeah, you've got left. <laughs> I need a United kit shiny. Oh, but that was... It was such... Boys, man. Boys are fucking gay, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of twirls. <laughs> anyway, we do have a subject to talk about today. Oh, yes. It's a Hoots episode. So, obviously, <laughs> we've got to talk about the Titanic. Wait, are we talking? When you said this before, are we talking about the Titanic or the film Titanic? Mm, well, both. Right. Okay. The film triggered my love. Yeah. This is very much an obsession of Jamie's. Are you not into it? I like the film. It's right. a good film, but I wouldn't say I'm obsessed with it. The Titanic. It is a good film. It's a great film. It's like so, twelve Oscars. Yeah, it's so annoying when people sneer at Titanic. It's an amazing film. It does my fucking head in, you know? That was the first twelve that I watched at the cinema. I wasn't twelve. This was before the days of 12A. Do you know what the first 12A was? Was it Spider-Man? It was Spider-Man! Yeah. Come on. Yeah, because they, they brought in for that, because it was yeah. a 12, and it was obviously aimed at kids as well. But yeah, that was the first one. I went in with Stetland, and I felt, I was like, what if they don't let me in? What if they don't let me in? And they let me in. I felt like a, the oldest person in the world. Yeah, Titanic's great, man. It was a great film, yeah, yeah. It was, um, I think it won the most Oscars ever at the time. Yeah. It was a little bit on 12. I remember... Um, like summer 2000, 2000. We was on a holiday in caravan in Wales. Um, Your caravan sank. It's <laughs> 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 just on a Titanic. Hitting amusements. <laughs> <laughs> caravan sank. Um, so my my mum. Um, a brother, my auntie, uncle, and their two kids. Yeah, how big is this fucking caravan? Oh, we were just all it's you know, it's, it's fucking 2000, isn't it? Yeah, it's piling, yeah. sleeping on the floor. Do you know what I mean? It was, I mean, we're, ju- we're like two years into cheese onion hula hoops. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different time, it's a different time. <laughs> Five years prior to beef, <laughs> <laughs> no one had even, no one even considered beef. <laughs> People the hopes would have blown our minds. <laughs> so we're um, they go right. We're we're going we're going out onto onto the town, and you know where you'd get away with it now. Um, my mum and my auntie said to me and Liam, who were we're born like five days apart. We were like nine, and she goes right. You can you can stay on yeah. your own. But you got to stay in the confines of the park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, fucking hell. I remember doing the same thing in caravan. You, no way would you let eight or nine year old kids just run feral now. And she gave us a tenner each. Wow. And we said, you know, and I said, you know, this is all Jack Dawson had in the world. <laughs> and I pretended I was Jack Dawson for the day. <laughs> So I was like, because I, I, at the time, I thought the story of Titanic was there was a Jack Dawson and a Rose and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was, I thought the love story was true. Oh, you thought they were, they were real people? yeah, because I was, I was obviously like... Eight, An idiot. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> I was obviously only about eight when it come out. Right. Um, Did you think all films are real at that point? Like Jurassic no, Park? I, I knew Titanic was real. Yeah, yeah. The event... Yeah. So I just therefore thought the, the whole everything was the whole narrative was was true. This is so this is funny. Um, me and an ex once were watching Armageddon. You've seen Armageddon, right? 
If you've not seen Armageddon, Armageddon is a film where Bruce Willis and Matt Damon and some other people fly to, a, fl- fly to a, an asteroid to yeah, put a nuclear it. bomb on it because exp- it's about to hit Earth. They put a nuke on it and it explodes and whatever, and some of them die. Spoiler alert. Anyway, at the very end of that film, there's the funeral scene where some of them died. And in that scene, this ex that I've seen at the time said, is this based on a true story? <laughs> she just sat through the whole film... <laughs> About exploding an asteroid and thought it was a true story. That's incredible. Yeah, an adult woman. Oh my god! Because I've, I've definitely on Titanic, and we we oh, it's such a good day. We just felt like we are so rogue right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what we've done is my cousin sneakily left the caravan bathroom window open. So we could climb in and out without okay. our mums knowing. Right. And we went out to the beach away from the ground. Away from the confines of the yeah, caravan yeah. park. And we went right out. It was like the tide was out. We went right out. And it the, the sand was wet. And I was just like, oh, it's sinking sand and stuff. Do you remember when we got stuck in the sinking sand? And we yeah. like, it was just wet. <laughs> took, it, took the shine off it a bit. Do you remember when you was a kid how, how much quicksand was on films and TV shows? I know, like nine nine nine. Yeah, is it even real? I think quicksand is real. Is it? Because like it, it seemed like it would be a danger that would be around all the time. <laughs> Such a pathetic way to go. In. Yeah, if you died from quicksand, come on. Yeah, um, that was good. Do you remember nine nine nine? Yeah, 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 yeah. With a bald guy, Michael Burke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. one of the best yeah. intros of all time. Yeah. Is it... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then run into an helicopter. I used to be scared of 999 because there was some of them were harrowing. Oh, and when you're a young kid, I was like, if my mum was watching it, I'd be like, I don't really want to watch it because I'll be, I'll be, I'll be scared later. It's I loved how he introduced it and stuff. So uh, he'd go, um, it was just a seven-year-old birthday party. <laughs> Then disaster struck. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Have I told you about my nine 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 fantasy? Uh, no, I assume oh, you've got a lot of fantasies. Oh, this is this is really weird. Looking back now, I thought this is a bit. If you're saying this is weird, so it, it links into Titanic because at my grand's house we had like five videos. I used right. to go every Saturday. Yeah, Titanic, nine 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 lifesavers, David Ginola. A lot of um, emergency, emergency <laughs> so far. David Ginola soccer skills. Right. Did you never know you want to whip out a cry to, <laughs> to save you from a sinking ship? It was just an ordinary training session. <laughs> that disaster struck. <laughs> Quick, the boat's sinking. <laughs> Give me a ball then. <laughs> Sudden kick me up. <laughs> the boat sink. Kicks a ball and knocks the iceberg out of the way. <laughs> There's a cat stuck in a tree. I'll boot it out. <laughs> <laughs> How to save a life in Davin Ginnell. <laughs> 14. <laughs> I've been impaled on this spike. <laughs> Kicks him off. <laughs> uh, David Ginnell, Soccer School, Jungle Book, right, and yeah. Fox and the Hound. The cartoon Jungle Book? Yeah, yeah, and Fox and the Hound. Right. So I'd watch Titanic once every two weeks. Okay. I've watched it hundreds of times I think in them days I I think we were the generation and the, probably the last generation that would obsess over the same films and I don't think that's ever going to happen again no. because then you would just have those five or six videos or whatever and just watch over no, and over again true. but now because of YouTube and Netflix there's no point in doing oh, that I think there's something more exciting about watching someone VHS as well yeah it's got a bit of I'm doing something tangible yeah, I know what you mean. mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's them flip circle bits at the end. Yeah, you play with make makes a noise. You don't know if it's rewound <laughs> or if it's been taped. It might have been taped over. Oh, taped over. It's one of my grand's Catherine cooks and dramas. <laughs> I went to. Um, I, I was filming at a car boot sale once, and um, someone was selling. This is like. It must have been like 2011, 2012. 
Someone was selling a VHS of Jurassic Park that they'd taped off the telly. But all it was, it was just it just someone had written Jurassic Park on it. So it could have been anything. And like, you know, you could take the little clips out yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that was out. So it might have been Jurassic Park. And it might not have been. I remember. And I cannot believe, because I've tried to Google this loads of times, and everyone I've ever asked has never, never seen this film. Yeah. And I'm starting to think it's a figment of your imagination now. But it's a film about a car boot sale <laughs> <laughs> called Jim's Gift. Right. And I'm sure it was Jim Broadbent in it, who's a pretty big actor. Yeah, yeah. So Jim's Gift, honest to God, I cannot believe this film does not exist on the internet. It's mental to me. It's so good. Goes for a car boot sale. He gets he gets a video player, and then sort of like then this genie sort of appears, and he can go back in time through the video player. Yeah, so he goes back in time, and like his dad wins a bet and stuff like that. Yeah, so good. Right, but I can never found it. Have you ever heard of it? No. Oh, it's so good. I mean, it sounds shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's terrible. But for all the all the right reasons, it's mint. Have we? Have you googled it? I've googled it loads of times, man. Can never find it. Jim Broadbent. I thought it was him. Somebody who looks like him. Here it is. Oh my god. Jim's gift TV movie. Mate, it's so good. A young boy receives a magical VCR with the power to replay the past and preview the future. And the comfortable middle-class existence is thrown into complete chaos. It's so bad, it's brilliant, though. Is he the Jim Broadbent guy? Maybe. Doug Bradley. Mr. Winthrop. I'm yeah. going to have to watch it. I'm going to have to re-watch it. Oh, Nick Frost, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Huh? He must, well, 96, so he must have been young then. Yeah. That was before the space days. Yeah, so... Um, you can buy it on Amazon. Yeah, that was... Um, just a film about a car boot sale. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thirty-two quid. Maybe we should watch it. It is good. If, oh, if you want, if you want us to watch this, we'll do a live reaction to Jim's game because <laughs> it'll be so. I get really. Oh my god! Do I get so? Right. I, my mum bought me this when I was twenty-one, and I cried. Okay. A day full of songs. Right. Oh, Joe, the the guy, he has like 10 kids I don't know in his care. And he goes around London singing nursery rhymes. Right. Do you know what I mean? Is it a film? No, yeah, it was like a kid's video. Right, right, right. A day full of songs. It's like, Brontosaurus. <laughs> da, 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 da. Do you know what I mean? No. <laughs> what? It's, so it's, it's a guy just going around London singing songs. It's aimed at young children. Yes, five, four, five-year-olds. And your mum brought it when you was old. And I was crying. She bought it me as a joke present. Oh, because right, you used to like it. And I used to obsess over it, and I just burst into tears. Because like, I get so nostalgic over my, my childhood and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I really get like, oh, my God, like regretful that I'm 32 now. Yeah. And I just want to be that six-year-old boy again. Getting drowned every Friday night by your granddad. Watching Titanic. I mean, that's what they do for staying at my grands. Watch Titanic. They get drowned in a bath. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're Jack. <laughs> Why can't I be Rose? Stop being gay. <laughs> what have I told you about twirls? <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, so, um, I'm Titanic. I watch it pretty much every Christmas day. It, yeah, it's always on at Christmas, isn't it? I think it's because it's, it's such a long film. Yeah. It's like three and a half hours long, so they always put it on at Christmas just because it fills so much time. No, but I watch it like two in the morning, pissed up. Right, 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 Netflix or whatever. Because the thing is, the story of Titanic's amazing. The conspiracy around the the shifting of blame and stuff is really interesting. So they... they um, what, you mean, was, like, you mean like Rose should have let Jack on the... No, 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 I mean like the real like Bruce Ismay. Yeah. Was, the oh, he captain? was the Harry Maguire of his day. He's the biggest scapegoat in history. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But over the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got, get... he got dog's abuse. So was he the captain? No, he was the owner of the 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 um, White Star Line. Right, okay. So he was pushing to go faster because he wants to break records. His marketing guru, Bruce yeah. is, mate. So it goes hand in hand. But like Icarus. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he reached too close to the sun. He did. I uh, too close to the sun. So Bruce Ismay, it's covered in the film, wrongly. Um he he's the one who sneaks onto the boat as a man. Oh right, yeah. Billy Zane? No, 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 no. Not Billy Zane, the one with the moustache. Like the oh, really rich yeah, 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 I know what you mean. Yeah, he yeah. just goes on and he's like, and he doesn't look back. Yeah, yeah. That's true. He didn't ever look back. He never looked at this sinking ship. He just stayed at that. Well, just like in his, his life before, he's always looking forward. So he was accused of cowardice. Yeah. Um, he was just made the, you know, ungentlemanly to get on the boat while women and children and stuff. Um, Easy to say that if you weren't on the boat. I know it is, isn't it? <laughs> Like, if you're on a boat, and also, he probably knows a lot about boats. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he knows that... It's fucked. Yeah, oh, he knew die. it was fucked. Yeah. Because the architect, the, the shipbuilder, Mr. Andrews... <laughs> that was so embarrassing, then. <laughs> was he in the film? Is he the guy who goes... He's... he's it's mathematical certainty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's made of iron, sir. <laughs> I assure you, she can. <laughs> It's a mathematical set. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, they're true words, I was said. Um, in the inquest and stuff, it was really, really rushed. So the there was one in America and one in England. The one in America was a day after it fucking happened, like a few days after. What was it? What in America? Like... Another ship? No, like a court case about like oh, what right, happened right. and stuff. An inquest, whatever it's called. Oh, so did an inquest the next day? Yeah, yeah, like very, very soon after anyway. Like yeah. really rushed, because it was just like a PR disaster. Yeah, yeah. So we need some someone's head's got a fucking yeah. role. Bruce Ismay was made to be a scapegoat, be a coward. Didn't do anything illegal, but he was made to be a coward. He was wrapped with guilt for the rest of his life. Yeah. Um, always had survived. Yeah, he would say that. <laughs> no, he had survivors. He had like deep bouts of depression. All right. Um, um, and uh, he only ever mentioned Titanic once, and that was when his grandkids were because he was famously very deliberate with his words. He never, he re- very rarely spoke. He was a strong, silent type. Right? Do you know what I mean? He actually saw the iceberg well in advance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quite a strong silent. Yeah. Uh, couldn't possibly. Not for me to say. Not for me to say. <laughs> Stuff up my lip. What's a strong silent Chris? <laughs> a strong silent Chris? Yeah, what's a strong silent? What's a Chris for the strong silent man? Mm, I think you're going to go for some. You know what? Maybe it is McCoy's. But I think, I think McCoy's too brash. Yeah, he's a bit over the top, silent. yeah. It's maybe it's a plain crisp. Maybe a roast beef walkers. Yeah, yeah, I can a see strong that. Strong silent type. Or just you know, in like the real olden days when crisp, like the reason ready salted exists is because they've got salt on. Mm. The before that there was like flavorless crisps. Maybe it's that. Yeah. Maybe it's just. Well, he was that. Yeah. 
Um, and you know what? He makes his own crisps. <laughs> yeah, he makes his own crisps. <laughs> Possibly it's some pink packaging. Gentlemen. <laughs> 55 pens. Uh, potatoes at home. <laughs> Expires on a Thursday. Farmer, get the crisper. Get my crisping machine. <laughs> Expire on a Thursday. You're not Norwegian. <laughs> not in this house. We're Britain. <laughs> Saturday is crisp expiry day. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Such a boring mate. No dip. Oh, n- never had a dip in his Bruce life. Bruce never had a dip. <laughs> never have a dip. Yeah, the crisps on the Titanic were completely flavourless. Oh yeah, yeah. Some people wanted it to in sink. first class. In the steerage, there's twirls going on. <laughs> there's all sorts. There's well, it's the party. It's the oh, party level. There's party ring crisps, the packets, the <laughs> yeah. biscuits. Oh, it's fucking, oh my God, the scampi fries around there, it's... They've got hula hoops on their fingers. Oh, yeah. And all the upper class people got, oh my God, so uncouth. No money. (laughs) How vulgar. Tell me about steerage. Um, I heard there's, um, what is it, prawn cocktail? (laughs) Really? (laughs) And a crisp? Hmm. Well, very untoward. You'll get on the that on the catatonia. <laughs> what crisp are they having on the lifeboat? <laughs> oh, you want something warm. Yeah. Chilly heat wave, maybe. Oh, a chilly heat wave, yeah, yeah, maybe something spicy. You want something filling as well, because you're going to be on there a while. Yeah, and I, I was going to say flaming up monster months, but you don't want to see another hole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking sick of holes. Because if you have enough Doritos to go, you can make a little sale. <laughs> no, what you want is two tubes of Pringles and you oh, just yes. <laughs> Fetch my rowing Pringles, dear. This ship's going down. <laughs> Women and Pringles first. <laughs> it's the Pringle man. That's what he's based on. <laughs> Are we going to run out? They're made of Pringles, sir. I assure you, we can. You can't roll, sir. The Pringles tubes, I assure you, they can. <laughs> it's a mathematical certainty. But once we pop, we can't stop, sir. <laughs> oh, we can't stop. We need to keep going. I assure you, the chemicals in, you can't. It's a mathematical certainty. <laughs> the MSG levels in this. You pop, you can't stop. Oh, Pringles advert. That was, I show you, you can't. The mathematical sentence. Pringles, good if you're in a lifeboat. <laughs> oh, fucking hell, it's so fucking daft. <laughs> oh. And yeah, you only mentioned. And some people were thinking, what's Chris got to do with the Titanic? Oh, see. <laughs> Plus, if it comes to. I mean, so one of the reasons why they didn't go back for the boats, this is so callous, by the way. Loads of people, that some of the boats, one was 12. Right. I know, uh, he goes, um, he goes, oh, we, we can't fit them in. These ships were built for 80 Irish men. They can hold them. Oh, yeah, Fill yeah. Fill the boats. <laughs> oh, I need to watch Titanic again. Oh, oh, it's amazing, man. It's such a good film. Um, and uh, some of them only are 12. Right. Um, and they uh, was looking at the people dying and stuff and Captain Smith and it's edited out the film but I've got a scene I'm not a guy <laughs> <laughs> this would be good oh Pringles are so good in a disaster <laughs> because he uses a megaphone yeah if you got rid of yeah. you could shout into a Pringle yeah for an SOS and, and it's a good flare it's a good flare it's a weapon oh my god you could Put a drink in it. <laughs> Piss in it. Fuck. I think Pringle. I think Pringles are the ultimate disaster crisp. Oh, they are so good. If, on, if only at them in 9-11. <laughs> well, they look like 9-11. If yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon if someone had a full tube of Pringles on that plane, they could have knocked out one of the terrorists. Yeah. Or just tempted him with some lovely Pringles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Once we pop, <laughs> and we cannot stop. And they did pop. And stopped instantly. Yeah, they stopped. Yeah, they were going really quick, and then they stopped. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, and they, and they was like, we're not going back. They'll take over the boats. They'll swarm the boats. So they just let them freeze to death. It's so callous, man. And that's when Molly Brown goes, they're your men. They're your men. Yeah. And goes, you don't sit down, love. There's going to be one less on this boat. <laughs> remember? Yeah, do you remember, though? It's mean, something I would never have remembered. Yeah, but yeah, when you yeah. say it, like, I know exactly. You don't mean. shut my owl in your face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then Billy Zane like gets the little girl done in. He's like, yeah, yeah. I'm all she has in the world. Please. Much hustle work. <laughs> Some cunts on that Titanic. Yeah. Your money... It was more a film about class. Yeah, your money can't save you here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember the old couple. They were like, Murdoch no, didn't th- shoot himself in real life. Right. That was bollocks. That's, I mean, if you were on the Titanic, mm. would you, and you knew it was going to sink, would you just shoot yourself if you had the opportunity? No, I'd try and survive. Would you? Yeah. Yeah, probably. I'm I I I'm a survivalist. Plus, you're how the you're how the pastry chef survives. You sound like a divorced woman. I'm a survivor. Look, I get loads of shit, but if I'm on the Titanic, I am not shooting myself. Uh, sick of snakes, just making the kids from now on. <laughs> That's what Billy Zane said. That's <laughs> what Samuel Jackson said in Snakes on the Plane. <laughs> Six of snakes. It's just me and the kids. It's just me and the kids, motherfucker. I'm sick of these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking Facebook. <laughs> sick just of me these motherfucking X on this motherfucking plane. Just me and the fucking kids. <laughs> That's a film. X on a plane. Oh, X on a plane. I, I'm sick of this motherfucking. Get on a plane and there's ten of your X's on there. Oh, oh for fuck's sake. <laughs> Yeah, fucking hell. Um, Paul Rudd would star in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is such Paul Rudd <laughs> film, isn't it? He's so lovely, though. I think he'd just get on with all his exes. No, I think I think he'd, um, his new girlfriend's a nightmare and he falls in love with his ex back on the plane. Yeah, maybe. That's a good film. Mm. Um, yeah, and he only mentioned uh, Titanic once where his grandkid said, Grandpapa, have you ever been on a ship? Uh, have you ever been on a... Is that all it took? No, no. <laughs> like, surely someone else has mentioned boats to him. No. He saw a boat company. <laughs> no, there was... He went, Grandpapa, have you ever... Um, have you ever been on a sinking ship? Well, but he used to say that. Uh... And he went, just one. That's all he said. Right. Wow. See, I'd have thought... That people would ask him about it a lot. Yeah, but he was just—he was—he was the. He, he makes his own Christmas man. So does being the strong silent type just get you off crimes? Because in that inquest, surely they asked him about it. No, he didn't. He didn't. He wasn't. He like, was, if I murder someone, yeah, I'm going to get sent down whether I'm a strong silent type or but not. But he didn't kill anyone. Plus, he also saved a lot of lives. Right. He ushered a lot of people and forced people to get in the boats. You know when people were like. Oh, it'll be sound, fuck it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like Guggenheim. And COVID. Yeah, <laughs> People yeah, not yeah. getting vac- vaccinated. Yeah, that's stuff. what I mean. So, but he was ushering people to the vaccine centres. Yeah, yeah. Lifeboats. Yeah, yeah. Imagine people were like, oh, you don't believe all that lifeboat <laughs> nonsense, do you? <laughs> Bill on. Gates trying to sell lifeboats. <laughs> Come on, mate. <laughs> oh, what, do you have to pay for your Pringle tubes on the light bulbs, do yeah. you? Come Mate, there's on. no such thing as icebergs. <laughs> <laughs> not such thing as icebergs. <laughs> the sea's not real, man. Come on, bro. We've got gills, man. I actually believe in a dry earth. <laughs> yeah, a dry earth, yeah. The dry earth theory. Sea's not real. Oh. You and my mate used to make up conspiracy theories and put them on forums and stuff. On, like, conspiracy forums. And one of them was that um, people don't need water to live, right? But if you have water once, you're addicted forever. Oh, that's a good one. So, like, it's like heroin, and it was invented by... And, and basically, the Romans knew this, so that's why they made all the aqueducts and stuff, so they could give more people water so they could sell water. But really, you don't actually need it. And people were believing it, going, this actually makes sense if you actually think about it. 
That's the thing with conspiracy theorists. They never believe just one, do they? Yeah, yeah. If you believe in a flat earth, you believe in loads of other shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, But there was, I mean, a conspiracy, it sounds, I hate the word, but there was, um, there's a conspiracy in terms of just trying to usher the blame onto his May and it was all fucking done, swept under the carpet very quickly. It weren't a thorough investigation at all. Right. So that's where the, the actual conspiracy is. Right. Wasn't the one that, like, the Titanic wasn't even the Titanic? That's, there was another boat. Yeah, it's just tedious. But that's just stupid, because it's still a boat that sank. I know, it's just tedium. Yeah. yeah. But then I, I think I remember seeing that, like, they knew it would sink, and so they sent the shit one out, but called it the Titanic, yeah, but because they knew it would sink. The thing is with that, things like that, and 9-11, like, inside job, why would they kill 3,000 people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 9-11 one is mental for me that, that it's an inside job, because... Imagine the balls you'd have to be, have, the balls you'd have to have to be the first person to go, you know what we could do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if they're not into the idea and you've misread that situation, you're fucked. Like, no, you want us to, what? <laughs> you want us to blow up two buildings in our own country? Yeah, because control. In, then the amount of people that would have to be involved in it. But as soon as you, as soon as you say, yeah, we do, do that, and, and you're like, Oh, right, fine. I, I thought there was no such thing as a bad idea. <laughs> okay, no worries. <laughs> Look, you've got, you, we've got to reach for the stars here, guys. We're, gonna get, we're not going to get anywhere by being boring, God. by doing the same as everyone else. We've got to be dude. original. <laughs> yeah, I'm outside the box, fine. <laughs> well, that's high trees, and that's... Yeah. That's industrial mass murder. <laughs> okay, just... Terrorism against your own people. I thought we were spitballing here. Yeah. All right, not this, not this, but what if? <laughs> Something like... Not, right, right, this is going to sound bad, but what... Right, not this, but... Yeah, yeah. Crash two planes into the Twin Towers, right, but then... Blame it on someone else. Not that, obviously, yeah, but something but like that. Something like that. And the president's at a primary school. Yeah. Well, that all happens. <laughs> to show his caring, something like that. I, I don't... I'm not we even... was thinking about immigration reform. <laughs> okay, fine. We'll, don't pl- we won't blow the buildings up then. <laughs> fine. <laughs> fine. Do your tax hike. <laughs> See if I care. <laughs> That's stroppy about Charlie and 9-11 through. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm not going to go on about it, right? But it is a good idea. <laughs> oh, so good. Going, going into a meeting later, but... Look, I've had time to calm down. <laughs> I do think it's good. I don't think I pitched it very well. I oh, know. We were talking about the Christmas do. I went, what about? <laughs> Stop suggesting mass murder. <laughs> I don't, I'm not into conspiracy theories, really, but I do like the really mental ones. Like, I'm a bit obsessed with the world being in simulation. Oh, yeah. I love that theory. I th- and I think genuinely... It's probably not true, but it might be true. Simulation from what, though? What's, so the, my, what's real, then? So my theory, this is of a lot of different theories that I read about, is that so people in the future, like a catastrophe has happened, say global warming has happened, mm. and so they've made a billion simulations of Earth, each with a little variable, to see what would fix global warming, mm. and we're one of them. So we're just trying to fix that, really. And there's like different bits of so like in ours, maybe Hitler happened, but in all the others, he didn't. And so it's like, can we fix it? Yes, we can. (laughs) With a Bob the Builder universe. It's my Bob the Builder theory. It's the Neil Morrissey theory. (laughs) Yeah. Neil Morrissey is God. (laughs) Neil Morrissey is God. He's created billions and billions of simulations like (laughs) The Sims. To try and fix, to try and save humanity, and, and in every single simulation, he has a middling career. <laughs> <laughs> he's in a different sitcom in each one. So in one, he's like Bryn from Gavin and Stacey. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Morrissey is Bryn. Oh, but he's a different, he's a different character in each one. That they're the oh. different, different simulations. So uh, do you have a favourite disaster? <laughs> <laughs> a favourite disaster. Um... I mean, 9-11 is it's, the king, in it? Nothing's ever going to beat 9-11. No, nah, it's, it's goated, isn't it? Yeah, unless... I think the only way you can beat 9-11 is, like, a nuke. Which, I, I like... It's, I'll tell you what I like, um, is the atom bomb. 
That's a good disaster. Yeah, Titanic's mine. Yeah, it's a good disaster. I like the atom bombs because because we were on the side that did it. We just never talk about how horrific it was. Oh, that's just typical of our culture. Yeah, yeah we just never discuss it. Yeah. And there's a, a story that I like that there was a guy in the first one. I don't know which one the first one was, Hiroshima or maybe. And he was there on business. And then after, and he survived. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he got a train the next day to Nagasaki. And he was in that one as well. And he survived that. Yes. And then obviously he's from fucking hell. Should we invite Mike to the barbecue? <laughs> Bit of a risk. Yeah. Not near the gas. Mike the nuke. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> oh, cancer. Radioactive. Radioactive Roy. Come on, mate. Everywhere you go, <laughs> you just, honestly, you're such a Jonah. <laughs> They're just like bosses out Such they? a jink. Yeah. Honestly. Um, no, uh, I'll tell you what I do like. I like a good scandal. Okay. Do you like a political scandal and stuff? Um, and stuff that really is at the heart of like, I've just done one on Jeremy Thorpe. Do you know him? No. So Jeremy Thorpe was a Liberal MP, but it was gay. He had a gay affair. Was it Hugh Grant did a thing about yes. it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I seen it advertised. I've watched it. Yeah, a British yeah. scandal. British scandal. Yeah. And he got he gets away with it, but event basically he's having a, an illicit affair with teenage lad. Um, Jeremy Thorpe's career's rising and rising. This kid's going down and down on him, <laughs> like the Titanic. <laughs> uh, hula hoops. Yeah. Oh yes, a lot of anal sex. Yeah. The hoop. The- the hula hoop of sex. The hoop. Very beef hoop. <laughs> Very beef hoop. I often look at beef hula hoops uh, and think gay Ger- sex. Uh, I just think Jeremy Thorpe. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy Thorpe's fingers. Yeah. In many a beef hula hoop. He's, um, he's having an affair with this lad. Jeremy Thorpe's career is going from strength to strength. This lad's coming off the rails, has mental health breakdown and stuff. Uh, the lad uh, is an act of revenge because it was when being gay was illegal. The glory years. No, I'm joking. Um, but it, you couldn't even eat a twirl. Um, you got three years for eating a twirl. <laughs> the secret twirl club. That's why beef hula hoops didn't come out until the 90s. <laughs> there was uh, twirl clubs, uh, twirl saunas, they call them. Underground twirl clubs. <laughs> um, the Greeks, though, oh, were very open about I their know, twirls. That's what I mean. Well, it was back then. Yeah, back yeah. then, it was better to have a twirl than a snacker jack because <laughs> snacker jacks are second class citizens. <laughs> it was second class, Chris. Um, and the the young lad goes to the police, so and the police batter him. Right, just like are you chatting shit? You weirdo and they beat him up in the cell and stuff anyway it's Jeremy Thorpe is getting closer and closer to potentially becoming prime minister yeah um and he wants this kid murdered so he, there's a murder plot this guy shoots the gay lad's dog in front of him fucking brutal fucking hell so the guy and then he goes to kill, he goes your turn goes to shoot him and the gun fucks up so he obviously gets out of it and survives and stuff um, all gets taken to court and the judge just rinses this gay lad and, and leads the jury. Right. It's your choice to believe this respectable politician or this guy with mental health break issues who's been caught lying in the past. Yeah, I yeah. just like led the jury down one way. So the guy got away with it. Well. Hula, hula hoops. <laughs> it's a good scandal. It is a mint scandal of scandals, man. Yeah, I like a scandal. I like a celebrity scandal. Yeah, the guy who fakes his death, the canoe man. The canoe guy. That yeah. was a sick scandal. Yeah, that was a good scandal. And he was like just living next, next door. door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, just the the balls to go, why don't we do Because he was in it with his wife. Like, yeah, yeah. to him go, well, you know what we could do? We could just fake my death and I'll live next door. And they're kids. I know. 
Like grown up kids, like. Well, it was that or blow up two buildings. Yeah. <laughs> Stop doing nine eleven, John. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Look, you did it once. It went pretty well, but no, not, no, no, not again. I think the marketing of nine eleven's great. Sounds so cool, doesn't it? Nine eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like it's like we're gonna have to pick a good day here. Yeah, yeah. I brought my ankle on nine eleven. Not in the attack. <laughs> not there. <laughs> Your survivor story. Yeah. <laughs> Just me looking down the camera. Are we ready? <laughs> Let me take you back. I, Joe, you've just hit on something there that I hate in modern documentaries. And you'll know this, being obviously producing stuff and making things, is that scene where they're micing up the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the what's the subject? Like, micing yeah. up the subject. Yeah. And like, and you can hear the offstage mic going, I'm a good scoring. Yeah, just uh, down the camera. Yeah, are we ready? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm Nick Gleason. I yeah, organise 9-11. And, and, then the, and then the next line is, well, where do we begin? Oh, and then intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, like yeah. that trope. It really annoys me. Yeah, yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I brought my ankle on 9-11. I just got into the football team at school. Congrats. For the first time. What was your squad number? Uh, usually 10. Was I usually yeah. played in 10, yeah. I played up front. And I went home, was buzzing, and then I saw 9-11 on the telly, but I'd, I'll be honest, I wasn't really asked because in the football was, team. I was in the football team. And I planned to meet my mate to play football straight after it was on the park. And on the way there, some of my next-door neighbours were playing football. It's a very football-heavy story. And they were only young. And I was like, ah, I'll run around these for a bit because they're only really young because they the pace. And uh, I fell in a hole and broke my ankle. And, um, yeah, basically missed most of that year's football games. Oh, fucking hell. And then, when I was at uni, I broke my foot playing football um, for uni. And then uh, it was a really short season. So I think it was like eight weeks or whatever. And eight so was, week season? Yeah, because there's not enough... T- there was eight games. Maybe God, I had more week. than that with Wolfpack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I broke my foot in the first game of my last year, right? And then the very last game, my foot was getting a bit better so I was like come on it's my last ever game you just put me on for five minutes I missed the whole thing he's like oh yeah I'll put you on I brought my other foot the exact oh same God. spot I've done my ankles so that's my favourite disaster <laughs> yeah because it links back to your feet yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I you were sound 7-7 <laughs> nothing happened I got arrested the week after 7-7 for terrorism <laughs> were you part of it Drinking on the street. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember it being around the time of that. So I was 14. So I was drinking on the street. And what we used to do is we used to break into school and play cards on the benches. Okay. Uh, so we, we just used to play cards on the benches and stuff. Um, Why so did you need to break into school to do that? Because I had good benches. <laughs> <laughs> the best benches are at school. <laughs> yeah, so we were just playing like poker or... Yeah. Uh, so we, was, we weren't doing any harm, do you know what I mean? And then we went out drinking on the streets and someone phoned the police. So we're all running through the streets and it's just going through the entries, going through the entries. Yeah. And I was, I just happened to be at the back of my group. And the police car kept going into the other side streets trying to catch us. And they parked in between two entries and I, I was just, and they just got out. I was pissed. I don't have like four cans, I was 14. And they got out and went, right, what's in the bag? And seven seven went in my head, <laughs> so I got on both knees like this. <laughs> I went, I'll come quietly, and I was, and, and they went. So I was, I, I was like, it's arm, please, sort of me. It's like PCS, I was, and I'm like this. And they went, who was you with? And I went, I was on me own. And I was like, I was on me own. And I was yeah. like, that to me mates, cause my mates all in. And um, the the uh, the police wanted to take me on. I went, oh, don't take me on to me, mum. She'll kill me. I'm staying at my mate's house, so he took me to my mate's house. And my mate's mum bought us the booze. Yeah. But she was like, get in, you know, pretending to be arse. All my mates were there and he went, why have they let you go? Have you ratted? <laughs> and she was like, did, did, who did you say you were with? I went, I said I was on my own. I said I was on my own, man. I went, why have they let you go then? I went, yeah. because I've had three cans. <laughs> It's not fucking murder. Yeah, I'm not going to get jailed. <laughs> like I've done a deal. <laughs> me and uh, me and my mate got um, 
uh, stopped by the police. Like, we were fucking about. I can't remember what we were doing. There's two of us. And we got uh, caught by the police. And uh, we used to always give fake names. But it'd always be someone from our year. Like, you do this in school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know you very well. And my mate, he's called Mike Grinnell. And, he, and uh, they said to him, what's your name? And he said, Andy Shaw. And they said to me, what's your name? I said, Mike Grinnell. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> that is so good. <laughs> There's nobody can do because he's already given his fake name. Grinnell Tower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's asked that. Yeah. What's your favourite disaster, Crisp? Um, what's your favourite disaster? Um, should we continue? Is is anyone even listening? <laughs> people are listening. Yeah, people have been listening and yeah, people hate themselves. It's good content. It is good content. I think, although a lot of it's weird, but I think you're right with the Pringles tube. It's so versatile in a disaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look... We, we might not be right all the time, but we do make people think. We open up people's minds. Listen, it, there is logic behind the madness, trust me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a mathematical certainty. It's a mathematical certainty. Right, that's the end. Um, I'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.